0: Welcome back to the Rage Rowdy Podcast. You're here today with your host, Nikki T, and we have two special guests, two Swedish music players from uh, Nashville now. Let's uh, let's talk a little bit about Mr. David Hendrickson and Carl Wingardner, or how did we say that? Wiegander. Wiegander, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. It's, it's hard already from the start, but yeah. <laughs> you know, we're, we got to get settled in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, yeah, we're actually here in Pittsburgh, looking out at the beautiful rivers that we have here in Pittsburgh. It's awesome. Yeah, and uh, just wanted to get you guys a little bit of time to talk about your guys' musical lives and the stuff that you guys have going on with uh, currently and what you did to get here and get to the United States and to Nashville in general. Yeah. So, yeah, let's start with David. David, tell us your uh, musical background and like how you got to the guitar and how you got to where you're at right now
1: and uh, I grew up in, in Stockholm Sweden and both of my parents played music my mother was a music teacher played a few different instruments my dad uh, played accordion or plays accordion and um, I started playing violin for a couple of years when I was like between six and eight started playing nylon string guitar when I was nine got my first electric when I was 12 got really into it I think when i was 14 and from then for three years from when i was 16 through 18 i went to music high school which is more common in sweden i think that you study music already during high school yeah um and then studied for another few years and started playing out and did that full time and also was teaching quite a bit uh had a couple of uh, original bands also played cover bands and more or less did everything i could do to not have to have a regular day job yeah. I, I never made well, i made a little bit of money but i never supported myself with anything else through uh or that, that music related stuff and like with the guitar yeah. in my hand more or less um and after playing like or playing guitar for a living for a few years i was like i don't want to get stuck where i'm at where i'm at playing more or less cover bands for for drunk people almost a little bit like broadway right. that it isn't in, in nashville and i decided to come for uh, an inspirational trip to the us and uh, spent 11 weeks over here in the fall of 2014 and then everything kind of happened from Started there which downhill. we'll probably get deeper into later yeah but that's kind of the, the the start of the path yeah that's how i got into you know digging the u.s and experience the national scene for the first time yeah
2: and carl how about you um well, my my p- both of my parents are uh, professional musicians, so okay. I basically grew up with that, and um, always kind of knew that I'd be playing drums. And I, I really was into uh, 80s bands like uh, Motley Crue, Kiss, and all of that stuff. So I wanted to beca- become like uh, Tommy Lee, basically. Okay. And um, and I did. L- I mean, just like David, I, I went to two music high schools. One one in Gothenburg, which is where I'm from, and one in one in Stockholm. And after that, I because I always wanted to come to the U. S. So I basically applied to Berkeley, which is yep, you know School of up music. in Boston. Yeah, yeah. So went there for a semester, and then after that, I I moved to Los Angeles and um, went to MI Musicians Institute for a year, I think, and graduated from there, and then got a like a work visa for a year after that post-graduation visa so i basically i stayed out there played and worked and then i not too long ago moved out to nashville to play with kyle
0: yeah Let's Yeah, and David. Yeah. And yeah. David. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The more Swedes in one band, the better, right? Isn't that how it works? It's not better. always. Yeah. <laughs> I think in this case, it is. yeah <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, let's talk a little bit about that. So um, you guys are both on the road Kyle Daniel right now, who's an artist that we talk about on our site a lot. Um, great Southern rock vibes. I've um, gotten to see you play before, but this is going to be my first time seeing you. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it's really cool, the project that you guys have going on and the the connection that that music has right like when you see it played live you think you guys have been in a band for like 10 years yeah (laughs) i
1: I, I guess we all sometimes feel that that we've been playing together longer than we have and people seem to think that yeah as well and for me coming over here and playing very traditional country music with tracy lawrence for about a year and a half before i did this gig it's nice for me because I grew up with more like kind of rock and blues yeah. stuff, more than country, country music isn't that big over in Sweden. So for me, even though we have a bunch of country influences as well, it's right. it's nice for me to be more of an, in a rock band and yeah. environment kind yep. of, rather than being just a side guy for, for a country artist. Yeah. Makes um, sense. so that's, that's something that I really enjoy about it. We're more like the same age, it's a little bit more rock and roll vibe right. and, uh, uh yeah that's uh what, what do you say what's um, different compared to what you've
2: done before well i, l- I mean you you, c- you get to play out more you you i there's no backing tracks it's all live so every yeah. show is going to be different it's more organic in that way even though it's really cool playing with backing tracks and and, and i love doing that stuff too which is more pop or jazz mm-hmm. um I've s- not? not done it with the or or in jazz, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I I'm gonna try. I played it with a click track one, so it's kind of weird. <laughs> but um, and and then also it's it's the same guys, like you said, it's not it's not different guys. So that that's that's cool that it's the same musicians. So people that, that are watching it and become fans of it, they're gonna identify maybe with. David, or me, or Ben, or Andy, or Seth, you yep. know, the other guys in the band, which is cool, they're not going to be like, oh, who's that new guy, or this, it's kind of yep. Cal Daniel and us, yeah. which which is cool, and then I get to play out, so I
1: get to hit
0: hard, which is fun,
1: yeah. <laughs> too, you know. <laughs>
0: so, let's talk about, um, like, how you met Kyle originally, David. Um,
1: I I mentioned that inspirational trip I, I did five years back, uh, and... I had spent almost two, well, I had spent two weeks in Nashville, but mostly with some Swedish friends who were with me during that trip. Uh-huh. Uh And I think it was the second or third day I ever spent in Nashville by myself. Uh, I went to something called the Soul Shine uh, Blues Jam. It was a pizza place every Sunday. Yeah. And um, a bunch of cool people were hanging out there. And uh, that very night, uh, which I think was November second 2014 i'm very nerdy (laughs) about numbers (laughs) i met kyle okay and we you know i always i've told him that he he seemed a little bit like okay what you're doing here you're here from sweden what are you gonna what do you think you're gonna be able to accomplish over here? A little <laughs> bit bad attitude, maybe. Uh, sorry for saying that, Kyle. But no, but uh, but I sent him a, a video link the next day of like here's some of my play. And He was like, oh my god, you're such a beast of a player, and like <laughs> we have to hang out. And I got to introduce you to my friends, and so. and we hung out a couple of more times before I went back home. That time, and then we uh, stayed in touch while I was back home. When I was when I came back a few months later, we hung out good few times and we always stayed in touch we always said like we're gonna play together we're gonna do something and obviously he hadn't released any of his solo stuff yet when i moved over here which is a little bit over two years ago now in the summer of 2017 uh, but as soon as he felt like it's gonna be a busy touring year in 2019 he me like and we've been hanging out a lot yeah and i've been playing a couple of shows with him before that as well but like i really want you on this like can, can you make it happen uh even if i even if i was playing with with tracy lawrence who was obviously a more established artist and right. stuff like that but he was like i think this is gonna be really cool so yeah. from meeting during a blues jam and he being a little bit skeptic maybe to what's that swedish yeah i gotta do here <laughs> we stayed in touch became really good friends hang out hung out a lot uh, he was actually the guy who invited me to stay with him. I, I stayed at his place the first oh, two weeks after awesome. I moved here. Yeah. He was the guy who picked me up at the airport. <laughs> he was the first familiar face I saw when I actually moved here. So that's yeah. you know that just so shows some kind of special connection. Yeah, I Yeah, absolutely. So that's really cool. Yeah. And then how about you, Carl?
2: Um, well, I <laughs> so I, I lived in Los Angeles, and a buddy of mine wanted to go to Nashville. And I kind of tagged along him basically I, I had I had never been there, and I actually didn't really have any desires to move out there because i I wanted to stay m- in l a and then through him, I met David, and then David and I became friends, I guess and we you know he introduced me to Cal maybe the third day I was in Nashville, something like that yeah, yeah. and then and this is in November, beginning of December of last year, okay. Um, and then from that, I, I actually f- went back to Nashville and stayed in touch with both David and Kyle. Um, and went back in February to check out the city more because I was like, "This is a, this is a cool place," and I yeah. really started to dig it. And um, a little and cheaper than LA. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and shorter um, distances. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Traffic <no>. and. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so so I stayed in touch with them, and then they... Because I was planning on moving out to Nashville, either, like, because I really wanted to, because I had, like, a year on my visa, and I thought, why not move out there, you know, just to see what happens. Um, And then they needed a drummer, a new drummer, um, basically. So I flew out there and uh, did an audition, and then I... Ended up just not going back to Los Angeles, <laughs> <laughs> and that was a month and One a half ago. <laughs> 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 just like, yeah, the same way that I moved to Los Angeles from Boston, yeah. kind of flew over there and just never flew back.
1: <laughs> but when you moved to Boston, you must have had a return ticket, right? Because you can't enter the United States without. No, a ticket, you know? no, not if you're going to school. You can. Okay. Yeah.
0: So think. yeah,
2: I I didn't have a return ticket.
0: <laughs> and let's talk about those visas. I know that might be, for someone that doesn't know that process, it might be a little bit strange, you know, and maybe some details about how you how you got that, how the application process works, yeah, and kind of what uh, that looks like.
1: Yeah, it's a little bit different for both uh, of us. I I was obviously a little bit older. I was almost 29 when I moved over here, um, and I felt like, you know, I could go out there and study, but I, I had been studying music for eight years. I felt like I want to be out being able to work and not just like lock myself into some school um so i got in touch with a lawyer uh, in august of 2015 and in may of 2017 almost two years later i had a visa in my hand there was some different things that made this process take longer time than it would have had to but it's like you got to have a really extensive resume you got to have people like industry people uh, signing recommendation letters. You got to have a bunch of media and press, any kind of like endorsement that you might have with different uh, manufacturers of, yep. you know, instruments or whatever helps. You're you just going to show them in a big package of like, I'm <laughs> the the visa class that I applied for is called 01, but this description of that is alien. Of extraordinary abilities right. that's what I have to prove that I'm someone of extraordinarily extraordinary abilities that deserve a chance of coming over here to work with my thing yeah. and um yeah it's a it's a tricky process like we yeah. sent in more than hundred pages of documentation the first time, and now my current lawyer is aiming for us to send in about three hundred pages for the next. because this current visa expires in february okay yeah, uh, so I've been here for a little bit over two years now, and I have was like less than five months left so it's getting a little bit st- stressy uh, here but yeah uh, and you have a different story because you came here to yeah. study first yeah so so uh, w- w- getting here on a student visa
2: is obviously much easier than uh, getting here on the type of visa that ca- uh, David has so I w- when you get accepted into school the school sends you papers and you fill out stuff and then you take it with you to prove that you're going there and you know all that stuff to the embassy and that you get you they approve your visa, hopefully. Yeah. Um, and then I basically got the work visa that I ha- that I have. That that it's an extension of my student student visa. Okay. So and and it's called an OPT. I think it stands for Optional Practical Training. Okay. And that's for a year, and you can either apply for, for that when you're in school or after school. So I, I chose to do it after I graduated. Um, but I'm basically in the process right now of doing what David did. The first time he came here and you know, we're doing the same thing. Um so I'm I'm also gathering proof and uh all that kind of stuff. And emailing
1: and every drunk company in the world. Please work with me. We <laughs> kinda <laughs> have to beg on our knees, please do something uh, yeah. to help us out. Yeah. and we can do everything we can to help you <laughs> out. Right.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and um and our visas actually expire two days from each other. That's Funny. Crazy. Yeah
1: that's that's kind of odd because we moved over here like a month like i moved in july you moved in august of 2017 yeah uh, and we didn't know about each other at all for the first year and a half or so or year and four months maybe and then uh it showed out showed up or like we we figured out recently that our visas expires during the same month and like two days apart that's, that's crazy that's well, it's like it's meant to be. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. I, think, uh, I, I think
2: I think uh, I I asked you, like, when when is your visa expire? You're like February. And I'm like, no way.
0: Mine,
1: too. What date? And you? yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> it's freaking crazy. <laughs> one of us will get the visa and the other one won't. That will be kind of weird. Yeah. Th- yeah, that'd be weird. Yeah. Well, let's just hope that you guys both get it. Yeah, for sure.
0: <laughs> so, David, let's talk about I know you're working on a solo project right now as well.
1: Uh, yeah, that was actually one of the things that I planned to do. Uh, that's one of the things we claimed in the first visa application that I would record uh, a solo uh, project with the, the guy who was my sponsor for the work visa. Not really a financial sponsor, but more someone who, you know, kind of, claims that they're going to work with you and you yeah. know kind Louched of for you. yeah exactly vouch yeah. for me uh, which is a guitar uh, guitarist based in Nashville called Guthrie Trap who's played with a bunch of people over the years he's a yeah. cool guy and great player um and my plan was to record that more or less right away when I moved over here to have some material to show to people like this is the kind of playing I can provide for you and your projects but you don't need that in Nashville there's so much work available and people yeah, kind of recommend you. you and it's all more much more word of mouth than it is like here's my cd or you know here's my spotify link with my solo project you don't need that but i figured it would be fun to do and i wanted to work with guthrie trap and i also wanted to to have that in this package that we're going to send in for the next visa application that i actually did this project as well so and my brother uh he's a really great drummer that i've been playing with uh, a bunch back home in sweden Uh, he was coming here for 10 days of vacation back in april and i was like instead of just hiring a bunch of nashville like session players or something like that i'm gonna do it with my guys like my brother and actually ben and andy that plays with us with kyle okay because i'm just like these are the people that i'm the most used to play with more or less Uh, so i would feel very comfortable in the studio and we recorded it's like guitar centric instrumental music, but we didn't aim to do these like long pieces with like seven minutes, so it's yeah. Quite easily digestible, I I hope. Cool. Um little you know, a few different styles, some more bluesy stuff, some more like almost funky ish. Um uh, so and uh cheesy ballad. Uh, <laughs> um so and I haven't released that yet, but I'm gonna do that here during the fall so cool. that can be part of what we send in yeah uh, to the to the authorities for the for the next visa thing here uh so but like it's a project more than it is like me aiming to be a solo artist right. and and that's not really the goal. it's like to release something and maybe do a couple of local shows, maybe we'll even bring Carl on drums <laughs> a little bit cheaper than to b- yeah <laughs> fly my brother over <laughs> and he probably wouldn't rec- uh, remember the tunes anyway so uh but um yeah uh it's just something like a side project yeah it's fun too i think that's um, cool
0: too because you get to show some of your own influences yeah well yeah exactly exactly kind of who yeah. you are as yeah, a, an artist exactly, yeah yeah so so
1: awesome. yeah it'll be it'll be fun for sure yeah
0: and i know you uh had just had a pretty cool experience where you got to uh sing the national anthem at a oh well you got to play the national anthem at a a
1: brad paisley show talk about that (laughs) yeah that was when me and i think me and kyle were hanging out at his place and he got a text from our manager uh, and just like hey they want us to to perform the national anthem at this event down in florida in orlando where where brad paisley will be the headliner we were like that's that would be kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so me and Kyle and Seth got together three times, I think, during the next week and worked up uh, an oril- original mm. arrangement for for the National Anthem. And for them, you know, it's such a, you know, they know the words inside yeah. out. And I know the melody because I've heard it many times right. when the U.S. has won against Sweden in some sport <laughs> or something like that. But I haven't really learned the words. I, I right. ha- haven't ever had to. So I was struggling quite a lot with just – because we weren't singing the entire uh, – Kyle sang all the lyrics. We kind of just yeah. highlighted some phrases. Yeah. So it was also hard to just remember those, like, partial things. um. But that was obviously going up there, singing with them, and also I, I played guitar. That was a surreal experience because – getting hired to to play your own or sing your own national anthem would be really cool. But to someone, like in other countries where I'm not a citizen and where I haven't grown up, that was really, really cool and a big honor, but also kind of weird. But in in the best possible way, of course. But it was like, what happened here? (laughs) Uh,
0: Just cool, interesting experiences.
1: Yes, yes. Oh, my God. It was... um, yeah, I hope we get to do it again so we can actually maybe relax and know that, oh, we know this arrangement. We've done yeah. it before. <laughs> yeah. First-time experiences can be really cool, but also kind of nerve-wracking, yeah. So as we all know. <laughs>
0: yeah, and how about, like, let's talk about, I know you do some studio work as well, and, like, what you get out of studio work as opposed to what you get out of playing live. Uh,
1: yeah, I, I haven't done a whole lot of that, but every time uh, I've done those kind of things over here in Nashville, it's been, like, they haven't asked for like you know play exactly this like you can be very creative well we can still usually do that with with Kyle but you know um he doesn't expect us to play exactly the same every night but you fall into this like kind of comfort zone or like we we play the song 40 times so now it's it's going to be
0: yeah you, you know, know very similar idea. from time yeah. to
1: time well there you can be usually very creative and uh and uh, usually I've been doing sessions with people that I haven't played live with, so there's totally new connection with those yep. players as well. And just being in that kind of environment where you know it will be recorded in a very honest way, obviously you can do another take as opposed to live where it's really, you know, you just one, get one chance, yep. but here it's going to be documented and, and released, and you just, like, know that that's what's going to be saved (laughs) afterwards kind of but you've been doing more like session stuff i think over in la really than i've been doing over in, in nashville and you're you come from that background as well really listening to that kind of bands
2: yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I've been doing a lot of session work, and also in, in Sweden, too. Um, and I, I kind of grew up in, in the studio. You know, my dad is a pref- professional musician, doing sessions for big Swedish artists okay. and playing in t- TV shows and that kind of stuff. So I kind of grew up in his studio basically and then I you know when I lived in Los Angeles I did a, I, d- I did freelance session work basically in, in different studios around Los Angeles okay Um, and then also for people in Sweden that would send me songs that you want th- you know they wanted me to record so I would do that and send them back okay. so I I really enjoy being in the studio and I, I mean I, I like I love toto and s- especially jeff porcaro and like Carlos vega and uh, tony thompson and like all of these session guys yeah. s- they have basically been my idols and and th- I've, I've always tried to sound like them and kind of emulate what they're doing and kind of uh, for a long time wanted to become a session guy but i mean that that's not really around anymore like it used to be back in like the yeah. 70s 80s and 90s um, but yeah, I'm, I've I've done one session in Nashville, which was with Kyle for the, it was the band we did something for, the Americana Association in the UK, I think. Okay. Yeah. That was fun.
1: Yeah.
0: And guys, let's uh let's talk about like where people can find you guys on social media as well. So yeah. they can keep up with all the fun stuff you got going. Yeah.
1: Um, well, obviously they can follow what we're doing with Kyle on Kyle's yeah. channels, which is a little bit... Different sometimes it's just Carl Daniel, sometimes it's Kyle Daniel music. Yeah. Uh, I have uh stuff to be found both on YouTube but especially Facebook and Instagram and there's yep. just like my name David Henriksson music but music with a K. K because yeah. that's how we spell it in, spell in it. Swedish. Yeah. Um and Henriksen is spelled in a weird Way, but you can probably... Yeah, we'll have that in the title yeah, of the Yeah, exactly, podcast. exactly. It's yeah. easier to do that than to spell it out yeah. here. <laughs> um,
2: yeah, my name is actually very long, so it'd be, <laughs> it'd be hard to find me. No, <laughs> no. Uh, it's it's Carl with a K, so K-A-R-L, and then my other name, which is J-Johan, Johan, J-O-H-A-N, and then my last name, Vigander, which is W-I-G-A-N-D-E-R. And that's on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, or everything, yeah.
0: Cool, yeah. Anything else you guys have going on in your world that you want to tell people about,
1: or anything? Um. Well, we're excited to have you in the audience tonight. We're yeah. playing the Hard Rock Cafe in. Yeah. In yeah. Pittsburgh tonight. Yeah, that's uh, it. We're doing a fun tour
2: in November Vintage Trouble. That's gonna be fun. Yeah, that's a big tour. Yeah,
1: we're doing fourteen dates with Vintage Trouble. Uh, that's awesome. I mean, and this week, this is our fifth show this week, and that's kind of re- most Nashville-based acts. They're gone during the weekends, and they do two, three, maybe four shows a week. We're yeah. going to do, in November, it's five shows a week for three weeks straight, wow. and that's that's kind of rare, and yeah. I haven't done that for three and a half years since I was touring Europe, like the, the only time I've really done that. So, yeah, it's going to be a lot of hard work, but also a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, and I think that's when a band like truly comes together, too. You know, Everybody kind of merges, and you, you, know, you might get on each other's nerves, yeah, but it's almost course. like a brotherly Yeah, happens all thing. the time, but like, we yeah. just
1: have to realize that uh, we can pick on each other, but it's like as long as you're not mean to yeah, anyone. Like yeah, you can yeah. be, it's okay to be a little bit irritating. I feel like everyone can be irritating, but you shouldn't be.
0: Yeah, nice to each flat out mean. To yeah. Each other. <laughs> like- well, guys, thank you so much for taking the time to do this.
1: Yeah, thank you. Uh, thank you. Our pleasure. Absolutely, yeah, thank you very much.
0: And like I said, make sure you check that both these guys and their amazing, amazing work online. And uh, this is Nikki T. And we'll see you in the front row.